today. As always, please like, share, and subscribe to this channel for more inspirational videos and audios, stimulating discussions and conversations, and more. Peace and blessings. Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, how are you? Welcome to the new people. Welcome back to the old reliables. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. I hope your week was wonderful. I hope your day is wonderful. I hope you're meditating and listening to this word. I hope that you're seeking after the most high and doing your job in 2024. All right. Um, this is a Sabbath lesson. We are moving on in the book of Esther. I will be reading from the Amplified Bible simply because it's in, first of all, my Bible's in large print, but not large enough. I tried to get the highest print, but anyway, it's larger than the average, small, tiny, itsy bitsy print. Um, and um, it's in regular language. And if there is something that stands out that needs to be um, just more scrutinized, I will go to the CIFA like I did last week and um, like I said last week, I will be reading uh, three each chapters, um, this week three chapters, last week was three chapters and next week, y'all willing, is four chapters, it's ten chapters in all in the book of Esther. I want to say this too, that when we continue to move on in these books, I already told you I'm going to be uploading books that are not in the Bible. Once we get around Daniel, I think, um, probably around Daniel, I'm going to upload some more books simply because the books that I upload has Daniel, um, Daniel has something to do with these other books. That's why I'm uploading them. Um, and when we get to that, I will let you know. And I just want to tell you too, excuse me. Oh, I'm going to tell you too, when, um, when we finish, we as a collective finish listening and I finish lecturing this Bible, the books that I uploaded will go through those too, but I'm not going to stop and go through those. I'm just going to do what's in the 66 books and then I will upload what's not in the 66 books and then I will turn back and read the things that was not in the 66 books. So we will be fully 
in the know collectively. Okay. And then I'll start um, uh, uploading other books like from the Pseudepigrapha, which I have already, and the um the Apocrypha and Nagamati, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what else do I want to say? Um, I'll give a short synopsis of what happened last week, simply because there's so much stuff that I uploaded, you probably don't remember, but I don't want to make a habit of uh, continuing to do this because it just takes up time. Um, last week we left um, Hadassah, aka Esther, who is the queen now, with Xerxes, whose name is Ahasuerus. Um, in um, Hebrew. And there's a heathen that wants to kill all the children of Israel. Now, I already told you, everything goes around in a circle, especially with these kingdoms that have captured the children of Israel. Now, this also goes with um, the book of Daniel. Now, um, in the book of Daniel, the, when the Most High gives him this vision, he's going to have the whole vision not every single thing, because every single thing that connects is in the book of Daniel. It's in the book of um, Barak. It's in the book of Ezra 4. It's in the book of um, Ye Jeremiah, Jeremiah. It's in the book of Isaiah um, and Ezekiel. And that's everything that's going to happen in this world. Okay. Because the most high said everything he's going to do was in the book of the um, prophets. Those are the prophets. Um. While we're going through this, I, I need you to be able to connect children of Israel. What happened there with what ha what's happening now? Because we are in the land of our captivity, just like they were there. And there'll always be people that hate you, just like the most I said, or will hate you perpetually. Um, so you'll, you're seeing it. I mean, even though you live in this now, you sometimes when people are in the fire, they can't see uh, outside or they can't see themselves from the inside. Somebody outside could look at them, but they can't really see what's going on and they can't um, figure out uh, what they're in um, until they see another person's point of view. So reading these scriptures, you see yourself in these scriptures, children of Israel. Now, when we get to the New Testament, then the second flock will be able to see themselves. But um, right now, children of Israel, you see yourself in these scriptures. Now, if you can't see yourself in these scriptures, I don't know what else to tell you, children of Israel. Because I don't know. You're still stiff-necked, don't want to do nothing. I don't know. Right? We're going to move on. Um, as I said, and I always do say, when you hear these short silences, I'm drinking. I'm always under lamps because I need to see. Okay. I am going to give you the highlights from chapters four, five, and six, but I'm going to start off with four first. And the highlights are, let me get my glasses. Oh, 
the highlights are Esther 4, 1 through 3, The Great Morning of Mordecai and Yasharel. 4 through 9, Esther understanding his sins to Mordecai, who shows the cause and advises her to undertake the suit. 10 through 14, she excusing herself is threatened by Mordecai. 15 through 17, she appointing a fast undertakes the suit. Okay. Now remember, there's a man of the court because Mordecai is of the court. Hadassah, a.k.a. Um, Esther, is Mordecai's young cousin who he quote-unquote adopted because you know she's family. Um, and um, this man, Hammond, is of the king's court and he hates Yasharel and he wants to kill them. And he manipulated the king to have a decree to kill uh, the children. But the king doesn't know that he's um, talking about the queen's people. Okay. Because I already told you, everybody looks the same. You just don't know who's who. Because if they didn't look the same, then you would easily be able to pick them out. This is where the common sense comes in. Because people don't believe who these people are. And I'm just letting you know. I mean, you know, hey, you don't know, you don't know. This is why we have in these um, scriptural readings. Okay. Because King um, Ahasuerus, a.k.a. Xerxes, didn't know that the queen was Yasharal. Okay. Had it been the lies that's told today, you would know by the color. This is how you know that this color situation is a social construct of the devil. Period. Okay, now I'm going to move on. Hadassah, a.k.a. Esther, learns of Hammond's plot. Chapter 4. Now, when Mordecai learned of everything that had been done, he tore his clothes in mourning and put on sackcloth and ashes and went out into the center of the city and cried out loudly and bitterly. This is because somebody's trying to kill a king. He went only as far as the king's gate because no one was to enter the king's gate dressed in sackcloth. In each and every providence that the decree of the law of the king reached. And this is the Babylonian king. I mean, I'm sorry, the uh, Persian king. There was a great mourning among Yasharel with fasting, weeping, and wailing, and many lay on the sackcloth in ashes. Okay, let me just clarify what I said. Now, um, last week, um, Mordecai heard of the plot of the eunuchs to kill um, Ahasuerus. Then Mordecai told Hadassah, a.k.a. Esther, Esther told the king. So that plot was foiled. Now, fast forward, now this, this um, Hammond, wants to kill all Yasharel and had 
he manipulated the king to do a decree to kill Yasharel. So now when um, Mordecai hears this, he's ripping his clothes and being sad because it's morning. They're at the mercy of their captors, just like now. They're at the mercy of their captors. So if their captors wanted to just put them into anything or do anything to them, they're at their mercy. So Yasharel is definitely scared. So verse four, when Esther, I'll just keep saying Esther, but her original name was Hadassah. We just read that last week. And I keep saying it because that's her original name. Okay. When Esther's maids and her eunuchs came and told her what had happened, the queen, who was Esther, a.k.a. Hadassah, was seized by great fear because she shot Sherelle too. So what is the king going to do to her under that decree? Degree, sorry, decree. She sent garments and clothes to Mordecai so that he would remove his sackcloth, but he did not accept them. Yeah, because he uh, he's a mourning child. Then Esther summoned Hathach, one of the king's eunuchs, whom the king had appointed to attend her and ordered him to go to Mordecai to find out what this issue was and why it had come about. So Hathach went to Mordecai in the open square in the city, which was in the front of the king's gate. Mordecai told him everything that happened to him. Hold on. And the exact amount of money that Haman had promised to pay the king's treasuries for the destruction of Yasharel. So understand, it's like a bounty on their heads, okay? A bounty. Mordecai also gave him a copy of the text, which is the decree, which had been issued in Susa for Yasharel's destruction so that he might show Esther, my daughter, and explain it to her and order her to go to the king to seek his favor and plead with him for the lives of her people. Okay, remember the king don't know. Okay. Hathach came back and told Esther, Queen Esther, what Mordecai said. Then Esther spoke to Hathach and ordered him to reply to Mordecai. And the king's servants and the people of the king, king's providences know that for any man or woman who comes to the king in the inner court without being summoned, he has but one law that he will be put to death. So you couldn't even come to the king. Even the queen couldn't come to the king without him summoning them. This, this is their laws. Now I'm going to say this. You see how everybody listens to everybody's laws okay and people say you don't have to listen to laws we got to listen to everybody's laws in the land of our captivity we got to listen to the our captors laws if we don't we go to jail we get killed uh we get beat down by the police you get a summons you have to pay money these are the um penalties of breaking the law now imagine the most high's laws what's the penalties for that okay what are the penalties for the most highs laws? Okay. 
the transgression of the law. What's the penalties? And everything on earth that the Most High made has a law. There's a law when the sun come out. There's a law when the moon come out. It's the law when the seasons come. It's a law of nature. I mean, everything has a law. People don't think about these things. Just saying. And in the scriptures, um, there's a law that holds up the sun, moon, stars, all that stuff. It's within the Most High's name. Okay. Book Enoch. Anyway. So um, you couldn't come to the king unless he summoned you. All right. And you will be put to death unless the king holds out to him the golden scepter so that he may live. Oh, good grief. And as for me, I have not been summered, summered, summoned to come to the king for these last 30 days. So uh, Esther was not summoned to come to the king. So she couldn't come to him. So, um, hold on. I highlight too, because um, these are important points. So they told Mordecai um, what Esther said. Then Mordecai told them to reply to Esther, do not imagine that you in the king's palace can escape any more than all the rest of the children. For if you remain silent at this time, Liberation and rescue will arise for Yasharel from another place and you and your father's house will perish since you don't help when you had the chance. And who knows whether you have to attain royalty for such time as this and for every purpose. So um, uh, Mordecai is getting on top of her and saying, look, you need to be real strategic in what you do, okay? You need to be real creative and get in the king's attention, okay? Don't sit there and be complacent, honey. You need to be creative, okay? Because she's saying, well, he didn't summon me. And, and if, you, um, if you're not summoned by the king, then you can't go and this and that. She's the queen, honey. So he's giving her that little pop in her head. Honey, honey, hello, hello. You the queen. You better be real strategic, okay? Be creative and getting him, uh, getting his attention there, okay? So after he, you know, he gave her a little, you know, little, little, uh, verbal popping. She started getting on her job. So Esther plans to intercede. Then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, go gather all Yasharel that are present, present in Susa and observe a fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days. Look, listen to her. She getting, she getting it together now. Honey, getting it together now. This is, I'm going to say this. When she said fast for her for three days, she's going to the most high. That's what she's doing. And she's going to make a request to the most high, honey. Okay? That's what she's doing. That's what she want all them to start fasting and doing all of that. Because she's going to have to, uh, she's praying. Even if they don't say it, this is what they do. She's praying for wisdom for the most high. She's praying for answers. She's praying on how to get to the king to intercept the nonsense that had been done by these heathens. So that's why she's asking her brethren to pray. Now, remember what the one of the brothers said, because we still on 
the 12 patriarchs, when one of the brothers said the minute the devil is uh, manipulating the children of Israel and um, uh, deceiving them for he knows that if they all get together and start praying, this stuff going to turn around. So at this time, the children know this. This is why it's the back and forth. It's the baby dance. The children know that if they, at this time in the Old Testament, they know that when they get together and all that and they repent and all that, the most high gonna move. But fast forward to today, 2024, no, nobody's not even listening. Uh, first of all, the children of Israel don't even know they uh, the children of Israel. So they ain't doing nothing but hating one another and, and being idiots. So back to what I was saying, Esther's telling everybody, you need to go on a fast, honey. Don't eat or drink for three days, uh, night or day, okay? And I and my maids also will fast in the same way. But I will go in to see the king without being summoned because she need that prayer, honey. Pray to the most high, she gonna be good. Which is against the law, okay? Even for her. And if I perish, I perish. So she's stepping out on faith. Everybody, national um prayer don't eat fast fast okay i'm gonna do this prayer because the king don't want nobody in front of his face so we gonna pray we gonna fast deny thyself okay 117 so mordecai went away and did exactly as esther had commanded him so she um he told her get on your job and think of something honey time is of the essence so you know she snapped back to her sentence it was like okay this i'm gonna go out on a limb i'm gonna pray to the most high everybody everybody fast i'm gonna fast too and whatever happens happens she's stepping out on faith because she know her husband who's the king is a heathen okay i mean it is what it is so she you know praying to the most high and just step out on faith now that's real faith when you putting yourself in harm's way knowing that something can happen that's real faith. I'm going to keep pointing out the real faith and not the lip service. All right. So now we in chapter five. And uh, one through five is Esther adventuring on the king's favor, obtains the grace from the golden scepter and invites the king and Haman to a banquet. Verses six through eight, she being encouraged by the king in her suit, invites them to another banquet the next day. 9 through 13, Hammond, proud of his advancement. Remember, he don't know who she is. Repines at the contempt of Mordecai. And verse 14 is by the counsel of Zeresh, he prepares for him a gallows. Now, I already told you, they change, um, they change words in these scriptures, okay? When you think of gallows, you think of a, a place where they putting you in chains and bondages and all that stuff. And that's not what it is. They hung people on spikes, tree spikes. That's what it really is. So I'm just letting you know, cause that's what's in the CIFA. All right. Like I said last week. So now we're going to read five. Esther plans a banquet on the third day of the fast Esther put on her royal robes because you know she was in sackcloth for them three days and the king didn't see her and stood in the inner court of the king's palace opposite his throne room 
the king was sitting on his royal throne facing the main entrance of the palace. When the king saw Esther, the queen standing in the court, she found favor in his sight. I already told you she looked good, honey. She was a 10. Okay, a 12. All right. The king extended to her the golden scepter, which was in his hand. Come forward, my sweet. So Esther approached and touched the top of the scepter, child. These laws. <laughs> anyway, then the king said to her, what is troubling you, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given to you up to half the kingdom. Honey, they be promising everything. Esther said, if it pleases the king, may the king and Haman come to this day to the, blank, to the banquet that I have prepared for him. Then the king said, bring Haman quickly so that we may do as Esther says. So the king and Haman came to the banquet, which Esther had prepared. As they drank their wine at the banquet, and I'll just say this, a banquet is just like a large dinner. If you ever seen the movies and it's kings and queens, the king is sitting on one side of the long table, the queen's sitting on the other side of the long table, there's all this food in the middle. That's what it is. And the king said to Esther, what is your petition? Meaning, what does she want? It shall be granted to you. And what is your request? Even to half the kingdom, it shall be done. Remember, she is a child of Yasharel, and he is a um, Persian king. Two different nations. Okay? They... Um, the king does not know who she is. He don't know she's a child of Yasharel. I told you, everybody was the same complexion, okay? In the hot, hot, hot sun of North Africa, where the sun sits right on your shoulder and literally on your shoulder, okay? So you need that melanin popping. You need it. You cannot be without melanin over there. Now, today you can because there's all kinds of um, discoveries like sun, um, sunscreen and all of that stuff that they could use. Hats and protecting themselves from the sun. But the children of Israel don't need to do that. And there wasn't no protection. Now they say, oh, today. They say, oh, no, no. And I'll just say what they say today. The um, constructs they say today. Oh, even black people need sunscreen. Honey, honey. There wasn't no sunscreen in biblical days. Did they need it? No. Nobody got skin cancer. And don't say, no, they didn't. I mean, don't say we don't know whether they did or not because they digging up the pyramids right now and nobody had skin cancer. There was no nothing that no cancers that they found in their body. Just saying. And they was all melanated. Okay? Remember, use your, use your eyes and the synapses in your brain. Use them. And, and yeah, use them together because you can see them all on the, um, on the pyramid walls. If they wasn't manipulated because they dug up many um, tombs, they went into tombs and opened them for the first time um, uh, within the last five to 10 years. And everything was deep, dark, melanated. So don't say that Egyptians, um, Persians, Medes, and none of that wasn't melanated. Yes, they was deeply, darkly melanated. Even some of the Greeks, as far as Europeans go, they were um, um, 
farther away from the alabaster skin on the spectrum. So they had color too. And I'm going to tell you how I know. One of the founding fathers, the presidents of the United States wrote this in his, um, in his, um, uh, what can I call these papers? Cause it's in a book now, I guess his memoirs. And I forgot which president, I don't know whether it was, um, Roosevelt or not president Roosevelt. Um, which one? Benjamin Franklin or one of them. Franklin wasn't the president, right? No. It was um, not Franklin. It was one of those founding fathers that wrote, um, he was one of the presidents though. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm just throwing out names, but um, he was one of them that helped write the constitution. So um, he was a president and he did write in his memoir that Greeks and other um, considered European today, uh, people were melanated. They not melanated like the original people of the earth, not them but um, was uh, higher up on the melanin um, scale than them. Like if they had alabaster skin, then the Greeks and um, some other nations had more melanin than them. And they stood out. And um, even these um, presidents didn't like them because of the melanation um, of their skin. Not that they was melanated like the original people, like I said but they had a bit more melanation than um, this president had. Okay, I hope I didn't confuse you, but I'm just letting you know. Yes, um, even Greeks had more melanin in their skin than um, other European nations today. Okay. Then Esther replied, my petition and my request is this. If I found favor in your sight, and if it pleases the king to grant my petition and to do as I request, may the king and Hammond come to the banquet that I prepare for them. And tomorrow I will do as the king says and express my request. Okay. Hammond's pride. Hammond went away that day joyful. And in good spirits, see, he don't know what he's in for, honey. The grave you dig for somebody is going to be for you. Okay. Just like the law is, whatever you um sow, you're going to reap. Okay. So the grave you dig for somebody is going to be for you. That's what I was saying. But when he saw Mordecai at the king's gate, refusing to stand up or show fear for him, like today, He was filled with rage towards Mordecai. Nevertheless, Haman controlled himself and went home. There he sent for his friends and his wife, Zeresh. When Haman recounted to them the glory of his riches, the large number of his sons, and every instance in which the king had magnified him, and how he had promoted him over the officials and servants of the king, Hammond also replied, excuse me, even Queen Esther, Hadassah, let no one but me come to the king's banquet, and she prepared one for tomorrow. Also, I am invited 
together with the king. Yet all of this does not satisfy me as long as I see Mordecai, the Yasharel, sitting at the king's gate. You see how bitter he is? Now, he just had a nice little dinner and getting ready to have another nice dinner. And all he could think of is Mordecai. Is that not what's happening today? Some people can't get the children of Israel off their brains. They're always policing them, bothering them, carrying them, king, um, canning them. Child, some people's just like um, <laughs> Hammond. Then his wife, Zerich, and all the uh, friends said to him, have a gallows 50 cubits high, mate. Listen, have a gallows 50 cubits high, mate. In the morning, ask the king to have Mordecai hanged on it. Ha, ha, ha. I told you. The grave that you dig for yourself, gonna, I mean, for somebody else, going to be for you. Then go joyfully to the banquet with the king. So they asking him to ask the king to hang Mordecai. Mm-hmm. This is it, honey. When hatred and the devil consumes you, dumb criminal, the things you get, you deserve. Okay. And the advice pleased, pleased Hammond. So he had a gallows made. You see how he's quick to, oh yeah, honey. Yes, I know I'm going to get this man hanged and I'm going to go get the rest of Yasharel hanged too because I hate them. I don't like them because they ain't bound down to me, kissing my butt, doing whatever I, uh, I want them to do, moving when I want them to do, yielding when I want them to yield. Telling, uh, be, kissing my behind in every way. Is that not like today? Yes, it is. Now I'm on chapter six. Hold on. Okay. Ahasuerus. Oh, sorry. Chapter 6, 1 through 3, Ahasuerus reading in the Chronicles of the good service done by Mordecai. See, they even have a Chronicles. Those Persians had a Chronicles too. Mm-hmm. Takes care for his reward. 4 through 11, Hammond coming to Sue. To, yeah, say Sue. Supposed to be C. Uh see that Mordecai might be hanged, gives counsel that he might do him honor. Uh, verses 12 through 14, complaining of this, his friends tell him of his final destiny. Chapter six, the king plans to honor Mordecai. Mm -hmm. On that night, the king could not sleep. Listen, the Most High is getting ready to intervene in this. The king could not see, sleep, so he ordered that the book of the records and memorable deeds, the chronicles, be brought, and they were read before the king. So why did this king, why was the king restless? Because the Most High was tapping him. Okay? All right? He's tapping him. It was found written there how Mordecai had reported that big fire honor and Teresh, 
two of the king's eunuchs. I already told you, eunuchs wasn't just these fat old men. Eunuchs was big bodyguards that didn't have genitalia. That's what they were. Okay, more than likely they were like the um, guards. Okay, armed guards that didn't have genitalia. That's why they was trusted around the women. Okay, who were the doorkeepers? Had planned to attack the king. Ahasuerus. The king said, what honor or distinction has been given to Mordecai for this? See, most highs prompted him to look in all the good things Mordecai did. Now, you notice the most high ain't said nothing. He just made him get up and want to just go through the chronicles. And, um, you know, let me just look through the chronicles because I... I don't know. Something's going on with me. I don't know. I just wake up. I'm not, you know, not feeling sleepy. So now, you know, I just have this feeling that I want to read the Chronicles. So he had somebody read them and then come to find out, um, he see that Mordecai uh, was good to him and looked out for his life. So has Mordecai been um, given a distinction for this? Then the king's servants who attended him said nothing has been done for him. Uh-huh. So Mosai is giving him a hint in the half. You ain't do nothing for somebody who spared your life. This is a hint in the half for the king. Okay. So the king said, Who is in the court? Now Haman had just entered the outer court of the king's palace to ask the king about hanging Mordecai. Listen. On the gallows, which had been prepared for him. L listen to how audacious this man was just swapping down that Mordecai was going to get uh, hanged. I told you he didn't made a nice little hanging thing so he could hang on that spike. And the king get ready to give it to him. The king's servant said to him, look, Hammond is standing in the court. And the king said, let him come in. So Haman came in and the king said to him, what is to be done for the man who the king desires to honor? Now Haman thought to himself, whom would the king desire to honor more than me? The audacity of it all. <laughs> the audacity of it all. Talk about audacious. Oh my. So Haman said to the king, listen, now Haman don't know it ain't him. It's Mordecai. <laughs> so Haman said to the king for the man whom the king desires to honor let a royal robe be brought which the king has worn and the horse in which the king has ridden on whose head a royal crown has been placed oh my <laughs> let the robe and the horse be handed over to one of the king's most noble officials. Let him dress the man who the king delights to honor in the royal robe and lead him on horseback through the open square in the city and proclaim before him, this is what shall be done for the man who the king desires to honor. Haman must honor Mordecai. Here it goes. Then the king said to Haman, quickly, take the royal robe to the horse, as you said, and do this for Mordecai, 
yeah, that Yasharel, the child of Yasharel, who is sitting at the king's gate, <laughs> leave out nothing that you have said. <laughs> I know Hammond was turned all the way white. Like, what? No blood in him at all. Like, who? <laughs> yeah, because he thought it was him. So Hammond took the royal robe and the horse and dressed Mordecai and led him on horseback through the open square of the city, proclaiming before him, this is what shall be done for the man who the king desires to honor. Mm -hmm. Then Mordecai returned to the king's gate, but Hammond hurried to his own house mourning. Uh-huh. And with his head covered in sorrow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then Hammond told Zareph, his wife, and all his friends, everything that had happened to him. Then this wise, then his wise counselors and his wife said to him, if Mordecai before whom you have begun to fall in status is Yasharel, it is of Yasharel heritage, you will not overcome him, but certainly fall before him. Uh-huh. While they were still speaking with him, the king's eunuchs arrived and hurriedly brought Hammond to the banquet that, um, that Esther Hadassah prepared. Uh-huh. You see how he, um, how he took it upon himself to, uh, prepare a place to kill Mordecai, a child of Israel for what? Because he's a child of Israel. Uh-huh. Now, Yahshua is named after Yahuwah. Okay? Because remember, in the New Testament, Yahshua, who is the most high in the flesh, said he is named after his father. His father's name is his name. I already told you what it all means. Well, the children of Israel are named after him too. So in the New, in the New Testament, uh, the most I said for the not for the children who are called by my name. That's um that's an old testament, sorry. Uh the children are named after the most high. So uh you notice that um all the prophets, their names have not been changed in um all of the books that they manipulated. However, Yeshua's name's name was changed. Okay, his name was changed. And if you ever had a Sefer or a 1611 Bible, um, you would still see the original names there. I just say that to say, even in the New Testament, Yeshua says that they're, they're um, to the children of Israel, that they're going to hate you because of me. Okay? Not only is Yeshua in the line of um, Levi and Yehuda, who's the king and the priest, he is of Yasharel. Not only are the children being persecuted by every nation, so was um, Yahshua. And even by his own people, we already know that the children of Israel um, are being persecuted right now. And when we get to that New Testament, I'm going to tell you exactly how. And anybody that follows Yahshua too, even the second flock, they're going to be persecuted too. But I'm, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. I'm just showing you how the children of Israel are always persecuted by everybody. 
They the lowest of everybody. Think about who's low in in the world today. Just think about who's low. Just think about it. And then think about who's lower than everybody, even the people that's considered low. The children of Israel are even lower than them. That's the children of Israel. When you could think of people being lower than everybody, those are the children of Israel. Because most I said, every nation's going to hate you. And they do. Why? Because you're the children of the most high. Think about this. You're going to have to use your common sense because you have to build it up to discernment. I need you to elevate. I'm going to need you to elevate. Get in the elevator. Don't uh, stay on mezzanine. Don't stay on the first floor. Go all the way up to the top, the tip, tip, top. Don't press that, uh, that down button. I'm going to need you to go up. I am finished with these uh, three chapters of the reading. It was pretty quick. I know. That's why, you know, um, I try to give myself some time not to breeze through it because I got a lot of talking to do. And I have a lot of, um, you know, some commentary so that you can have some background and some idea of who the people are. Because just saying stuff without background and stuff like that, people just swear up and down that or they have um this idea and belief that they know who the children are without real scrutiny of these scriptures so that's what i'm here to give you because uh a lot of times people are uh they intentionally read through this and and leave people uh wondering you know that's why the whole world think that the children of israel well there's children of Israel and there's Jews. So I will always continue to say that. Uh, there's a bloodline, children of Israel, and then there's Jews. I'm going to upload the book of Philip. And within the book of Philip, it says um, Jews are proselytes. Those are converts. What's a convert? Somebody who's religious. Children of Israel don't have to be religious because it's in their blood. You don't have to be. That's what I'm saying. Nobody has to be religious because remember, we all spiritual beings in a physical body having a life, whatever, however long it is that the most high brought us here. And then we be taken away until judgment. That's just the truth of the matter. Okay. I can only tell you the truth. I'm not here to fabricate anything. I'm not here to do anything. I'm not here to badger nobody. I understand fully that there's going to be two groups uh, of people that's going with the most high and uh, who is Yeshua in the flesh when he come down here I totally understand that I get it I understand that the children of Israel messed up flubbed up jacked up in every way that's why they getting what they getting I understand that there's um, heathen nations that's going to do what they do and the most high is going to allow it to go down so he could fully get everybody I totally understand that there's nobody that's saved in this situation. If you don't turn from your wicked ways and repent, because the devil's going ham down here, you're going to get left. That's everybody. Everybody. Nobody's scot free. Nobody's hands is innocent. Nobody. Look at what's going on today. It's so much stuff, so much turmoil everywhere. You think anybody or yeah, anybody on the face of this earth is innocent? Nobody. The Most High going to get everybody. Everybody's going to get what they get. And I'm just going to say this. The Most High is so merciful. He's so gracious 
that it would be up to him to even uh, forgive the sins that we do. Because every day we blink, blinking and moving and doing all kinds of stuff, we sin it. It's a lot of sin that we do that we don't even pay attention to. And when I read them laws, I'm going to I'm gonna shed some light on it because there's stuff that we do that we ain't supposed to do and we don't think twice about it. And you, we could chalk this up to Job. This is why Job was always um, repenting because he was always on top of it. Oh, I'm going a, I'm to a repent and I'm going to um, pray and ask for forgiveness for my kids just in case they did anything. And I'm going to pray for this person. I'm going to pray for that person. That's why the Most High allowed the devil the power and the authority because he had to ask for the authority to do that to Job. Because the Most High already knew how Job was. Go ahead, do it. I'm going to give you the power and the authority. You already know the devil has the power, but he doesn't have authority. So he had to go and ask the Most High for authority. And it literally says authority. So it's not like I'm making up anything. So we got to be like that. Because we sin, uh, and we don't even know it at all times. We do. Okay? There's a lot of stuff that we do that we have no idea we ain't supposed to be doing. Okay? So I'm going to name two things before I, I, before I sign off tattoos, children of Israel and putting on clothes that's considered women's if you're men and putting on clothes that's considered men. If you're women, that's a part of the laws. Oh, see, people going to be shocked and clutching their imaginary pearls when I read that law. Oh yes. And I already did it, but I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to shed some light. See, the first time I was just reading the Bible, I didn't really go into it and start telling you what it means. Because a lot of times people can read the laws and have no idea what it is. I'm going to give you examples, just like the weights and measures. I'm going to give you an example. And I'm just saying weights and measures was a part of the um, 613 laws. Are they not using weights and measures as law in the lands today? Yes, they are i.e. when people pump gas yes okay there is um uh when you go to the um health department weights and measures is in the health department is it in the health department sorry it's in consumer protection the weights and measures is in the in consumer protection and what they do is they go around and they calibrate gas uh, many people know what i'm talking about and many people won't but just listen they'll calibrate the gas so as it's liquid, they measure the gas and according to how much it is, they calibrate it for that. But sometimes people who own gas stations, they will calibrate it and cheat. Okay. So every few years, probably four or so, either three or four years, they will uh, come and calibrate the gas, a, um, I forgot what they call the people. I used to work in this department. That's why, why I know. They would, go, they would come and they would calibrate the gas and they would make sure that the price is what it is because many people cheat. And somebody who really pays attention, they will be able to call that. Like consumers who pay attention to gas prices and stuff like that. Many times we used to have people go, uh, our engineers will go out and calibrate the gas to make sure that they're not cheating them. A part of the law... It's weights and measures. It's just that we didn't calibrate gas. I mean, uh, the children of Israel didn't calibrate gas back in the days. What they did was count grain, count uh, salt, count, um, what else did it? Gold, 
count, whatever, with these scales. So uh, I just say that to say there's laws. And I said, I'm going to say this again. Uh, Yeshua did not come to um, get rid of the laws. He came to fulfill the laws. And there's many laws that have not been fulfilled yet. That's why it says what not one jot, jot or tittle will go away from the laws until all is fulfilled. So um, when you learn to understand that there's laws governing everything, people can't just say, oh, no, we don't have to listen to laws. Many of the laws that were set for the children of Israel, the, the world is using. Okay. So I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, no, we don't have to listen to the laws because we religious, we Christians, whatever that means. There's no Christ. So, yeah. Okay, I don't know how many times I got to say it, but if you want to wallow in ignorance, being willful ignorant, stay there because the Most High is definitely going to get everybody who's willfully ignorant. Just stay there, wallow in it. And don't forget to wallow in it because the Most High is going to bring it to your attention when you do die. Uh -huh, he will. Mm -hmm. So um, with that... <laughs> I'm going to say, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. I hope that you chose wisely to follow the most high in 2024. Like I said, we living in a time of um, we just don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's a big question mark looming over the coming years and it's just, we don't know what's going to happen. People are running amok. People got their fingers on triggers, buttons, um, uh, everything. Just waiting to get rid of people. Okay? They're not happy. They're discontent. They're um, angry and upset. And they're just waiting for a reason. Okay. Um, I hate to put that little downer on you before I, <laughs> before the end of this lesson, but I'm just saying that we are just living in times of uncertainty. We just don't know what's going to happen. And uh, being that we're there, um, get yourself right. Just get yourself together. So no matter what happens, your fate is already sealed with the most high. Don't wait for the last minute, honey, because he's going to come here like a thief in the night. And even though a lot of things haven't um, transpired, they're coming down to the wire. Things are unfurling and they're not going to unfurl directly in people's faces because people are not able to um, read the sign of the, sign of the times. And this is why I do this lessons and other people do, too. I have to throw other people in there because there's some people that do real good lessons. They really do. Um, and I'm happy to be one of them. And if we could point out what's happening through these scriptures and hopefully people could get it and um, they could be ahead of the curve. So um, with that, like I said, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. I hope that you are meditating, talking to the most high, getting in the will of the most high, turning from this world because the world don't have nothing for you, but death. That's what it has for you. Um, it has, uh, Right now, uh, momentary uh, gratification, lust, um, 
and it wants you to take full advantage of it so it could get rid of your uh, body and damn your soul. That's what the devil wants to do because he doesn't like you. He don't even like his own kids or his followers. Okay. And he really don't even need to bamboozle his kids. He just really wants the children of Israel. So it could be a smack in the face to the most high, but the most high is going to win. Most high going to win this. I'm just letting you know. Um, with that, I say, enjoy your day. And I hope to see you on Wednesday. And until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. to hear the word of truth of the most high but you know what's better hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content you can also save a life by sharing this valuable content go ahead save a life today thanks Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks. <laughs>